Well, good evening, everyone. Thank you to those of you who responded. The rest of you are lame. Tonight's gospel, uh, in, the, in the parallel version of it, Jesus really makes clear that, you know, that he talks about a, a father, right, when a son asks for a loaf of bread, knows how to do that. And if you ask for a fish, he doesn't give a serpent. The, we, the, there's good gifts. He says, how much more so will your heavenly father give good things to those who ask him? And the, the context and the parallel version of this uh, teaching of Jesus makes it really clear that what he's really talking about is the Holy Spirit. And so Jesus here tonight, he's not talking about just any good gift. Right? We've all had the experience of asking God for things and, uh, and not receiving them. But it's not any good gift that, that the Lord is talking about tonight. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. Have you ever, isn't it amazing in life, let me put it this way, it's amazing in life how just the smallest things change everything. Uh, sometimes during winter, I don't know if, you know, there's that, like the seasonal depression, I don't know what they call that, when like you go through like winter depression, everybody moves to Colorado from Seattle. Uh, I sometimes, if you don't feel this way, if the saying was in the room, like, I never feel this way, I'm happy all the time, I hate people like you. Um, there's times I feel like I'm just like going through like this like low-grade depression. And today, when the sun came out, I was just like, wow, like life is good. And all it took was the sun. There wasn't anything different. I have, there's all these things to do. There's all these pressures. Uh, there's all these stresses and anxieties. But there was something about the sunlight today that just filled me with joy. And Tonight, I want you to think about that. The story of the Old Testament, and this is, hopefully I can pull this all together. We'll see. Uh, The story of the Old Testament, what this is all about is the story of a corrupt heart. In Deuteronomy 10 and Deuteronomy 30, God, speaking through Moses, tells the Israelites that the real problem is that they have this hardened heart. In fact, Moses calls it an uncircumcised heart. And isn't that our problem? It's like we know the things that make us happy. We know as Catholics, we know the things that God has promised us. But it's just like, Lord, my heart is just too hard sometimes. I know the things that will make me happy. I know if I just have a little discipline and if I open myself to, I know that will bring me peace and contentment and joy. But I'm not going to do it. (laughs) Right? The real problem is never a lack of knowledge that's connected, but the real problem is a heart problem. Well, later on in in the Old Testament, especially in Jeremiah 31 and Ezekiel 36, God promises that the sign um, that there will be a new covenant, there'll be two things that will happen. Two things. The first thing is that God will pour out the Holy Spirit. And the way that we'll know that the Spirit's come is when we have new hearts. 
He promises that. And, and I think that's really the key. Being a Christian, it's an inside job. Uh, it's not about something that happens externally. It's like that sunshine. Right? My external life didn't change today, but, but all of a sudden, I, mean, I guess you could say sunshine's external, but, but there was something inside of me that just came alive. You cannot be a Christian without the Holy Spirit. I was thinking tonight in the confessional, I was like, this is really dangerous. I'm going to be preaching about the Holy Spirit, and we have a Byzantine priest in the back of the church who's judging me right now because they're all about the Holy Spirit. But you can't. You can't live the life of a Christian as a life lived in the Spirit. That's what it's all about. And so Jesus tonight is saying, ask, knock, and seek. But that's not a general proposal. What he's saying is, you and I should be begging God daily for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Right? That's, uh, being a Christian is, is having God himself dwell inside of us that transforms us in joy. I'm sure, I, I'm sure many of you have experienced that. If you haven't, you need to beg God for that gift. I mean, you, we all need to. We have to keep asking for that gift. How do we do that? So when you were, a, when you were baptized, you were given that gift. You have the Holy Spirit. But tonight, just very simply, brothers and sisters, I wanted to give you just some very practical advice about this. Just about the simplest, um, or the most practical thing I've read in the New Testament, one of them at least, is in Romans chapter 8. And it's all about this. So how do you and I, how do we have that inner transformation? The fathers of the church used to say, there's this great phrase, they repeated it over and over. They would say, the law, right, it's so hard to live the law. And they say the law was given so that grace might be sought. Right? Why did God give us this, this Old Testament law? He gave it so that you and I would beg him for the Holy Spirit. Grace is just another word for the Holy Spirit. We would, we would see this law, we would see it was good, but we would realize we can't do it. And we would beg God for grace. But grace was given so that the law might be fulfilled. The law was given that grace might be sought. Grace was given that the law might be fulfilled. And here's the good news. The day you were baptized, you were given the Holy Spirit. To live inside of you, to live and breathe the life of God, to make the law easy, to delight in the things you should delight in, so how do we do this? Once we've been given the Spirit, this is Romans 8.5. It says, Those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. What does that mean? Setting your mind on the things of the flesh. What do you think about during the day? Right, a thousand things. But the world doesn't want you to think about things of the Spirit. The world wants you to think about things of the flesh. So, yes, lust is one of them, but that's not the only thing. Are we always just concerned about worldly things? Jealousies, uh, envies. C.S. Lewis says that if you, if you don't want to be a Christian, one of the best things you can possibly do is just always think about the ways people have wronged you. 
right? Like Father Michael judging me right now. Stop it. That's the flesh. If you want to live according to the world, think about worldly things. Paul continues, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. To set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. What do you think about? What goes through your mind during the day? Do you have space in your life to delight in the things of God? When you do that, the Holy Spirit is enkindled inside of you. And so Jesus tonight says, ask, seek, and knock. And brothers and sisters, if you want peace, so many of you come to me and you talk to me, and I'm I'm so privileged to, to be a part of some of your lives How do you find peace and joy in your life? Set your mind on the things of the Spirit. One last line tonight, I promise, this is it. In in Philippians, Paul says something very similar. He says, therefore, nope, that's the wrong one. He says, okay, finally, brethren. This is what happens when you don't look it up before you preach. You just have to find it. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Do you want to be happy? I can't tell you. I, I always forget this too, right? Like priests become curmudgeons. I was in this three-hour meeting today at the chancery, and I was like, I hate everyone and everything except God. <laughs> and you kind of like have to say that, otherwise you're going to feel guilty the rest of the day. I don't really hate you, God. I want to right now, but I don't. And I read this today and just thinking about tonight. I was reading Romans 8, 4, and 5. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is pure, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Very simple. What you think about matters. And so Jesus, tonight, Lord, we know you love us. We know we can ask for anything. But Lord, tonight our simple prayer is for the Holy Spirit.